Welcome to Soundprints Audio Magazine, a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind. Soundprints is underwritten by the American Printing House for the Blind and the Louisville Downtown Lions Club. I'm Carla Rushevel. I'm your host for this week's magazine. Welcome to Soundprints for the week of August 23, 2020. First, a couple of announcements. On August 26, the Bluegrass Council of the Blind will host their Lunch and Learn for this month from 1 to 2 p.m. The topic is dual service plans for extra benefits for Medicare recipients, presented by Kathy Holder from United Healthcare. For more information and the Zoom access code, call 859-259-1834. On August 28 is the Greater Louisville Council Blind Roundabout, 730 to 9.30 p.m., including page turners presented by Tri-State Library users. A chance to share good books that you've read and pick up some ideas for good reading from others. Other activities included as well. On the Zoom line at 669-900-6833. And the new code is 862-9889-6972. On September 2, from 7.30 to 9 p.m., on the same Zoom line, will be a low vision support group sponsored by the Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision. September 3 is a meeting of the American Council of Blind Lions. Anyone interested in lions who is a blind lion, interested in becoming a lion, or has formerly been a lion, is invited to attend. The number is 712-432-3900, and the code is 796096. And on September 4, the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind is having a virtual derby party at Roundabout that week. For more information, call us at 502-895-4598. Some of us really like our smartphones with touch screens and all the bells and whistles. But other people would rather have a phone with buttons and much simpler operation. Sam Seavey of Lexington, Kentucky is the U.S. representative for the blind shell phone. And he made an excellent presentation about the phone at this past week's roundabout. Sam is visually impaired himself, and he is the owner and host of the Blind Life YouTube channel. Hear about the basic features of the phone on page 2 and the apps included with the phone on page 3. Thanks for joining us this week for Soundprints. Page 2. All right. Well, thank you very much. Uh, Thank you guys for inviting me out tonight. I hope everybody's doing well. So yeah, I am going to um, do a little demonstration with the phone here. I've got one with me and I'm going to rearrange my camera. And so you guys, uh, if you are viewing this tonight, you'll be able to get a good look, hopefully at the phone. Uh, Mm -hmm. Luckily though, the phone is 100% um, uh, read aloud or audio. So uh, even if you're not watching, you will still be able to follow along with no problem. So the blind shell phone, as Carla was saying, um, it's the, the style is the old fashioned candy bar style. So the throwback to the early 2000s, uh, if you remember the original cell phones, the Nokia style that has the screen in the upper half of the front and the keypad in the lower half of the front. That's the style we went with. Um, the, it's not a touch screen and that's on purpose. Um, everything is controlled through the buttons, through the buttons and voice. The research they found that, as Carla said, some some people just don't uh, aren't comfortable with a, with a, a flat touch screen uh, for whatever reason, whether it's mobility issues um, or they just they've never had a phone and the smartphone is just a little too complicated. 
um, this is a good option for them. So physically, uh, as I said, it's about that size. We have two models. We have a red model and a black model. The physical buttons, the keypads are all black. So if you get the red model, that's a little bit higher contrast. There's a little bit of contrast between the black buttons and the red background. Uh, on the, there's no buttons around the side or the top or anything. Um, there is a camera and a flash and an SOS button on the back of the phone. And we'll come back and talk about that SOS button here in a minute. So this does have a camera, this does have a flash. The phone, uh, although it is that older style, it has all the modern day conveniences of a modern day smartphone. Uh, so we have its Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, GPS, um, the, and then a lot of modern day smartphone features and, and apps and features, which we'll get into here in a second. So I am going to wake it up just by clicking any of the buttons. Call one of nine. 7.55 p.m., August 21st, 2020. So you can hear it. Once you wake it up, it announces the uh, current information, time, dates. And on the screen, visually, there is a very large um, icon of a phone receiver. It's a very simplified picture of a phone receiver. And right above that is large print, the word call. Uh, currently, I have it set to the white letters on a black background, so the inverted color theme, but this has multiple color themes. If you're familiar with digital magnifiers uh, these days that have the, the blue on yellow, white on blue, those different color themes, this has that as well, so you can customize that. Call it went to sleep, let me wake it up again. PM, August 21st, 2020. So, also it has uh, large print, as I said, and that's customizable as well. If you want, if this isn't large enough, we can actually make it even larger. And if you don't need the icon, you just want the let the words, you can get rid of the, the icon and just have words or vice versa. So lots of customization uh, with this phone. The physical keypad here, obviously it's got the, the normal um, one through zero number pad with the uh, pound symbol and the asterisk or the star symbol. That is standard. Uh, we also have a four-way directional button in the middle, right above the, the two button and a large OK button in the middle of that. Then you have two buttons on the left side of the navigational buttons and two buttons on the right side. The, as I said, the entire phone is operated through the buttons. So the two top buttons, the top left and the top right button are the volume buttons. The oh. second, second button down on the left is the call or the answer button. Second button down on the right is the end call or the hang up button and those buttons a lot of the buttons play double duty as well. So, uh, as you see, it, it does go to sleep on you. So I'm going to wake it back up here. Hopefully, it's the last time. Call one of 7:57 p.m. August 21st, 2020. And if you know if that current information uh, announcement it gets annoying, you can turn that off in the settings as well. So over 23 different apps and features in here, and it's very um, intuitive the the layout. So I'm just going to click on the right of the directional pad and go through the menu here a little bit. Messages, two of nine. Messages. Contacts, three of nine. Settings, five of nine. Oh, More applications, I'm four of nine. Heavy finger today. Settings, five of nine. Status information.
Station, six of nine. Keep on going here. And you see, you hear that it says like five of nine, six of nine. So it gives you that indication of where you are in the menu, uh, much like um, uh, voiceover or, or uh, talkback does. Manual, seven of nine. No notifications, eight of nine. Turn off the phone, nine of nine. Call, one of nine. And if I keep on going, it just continues around. So it's a rotating menu system. So. Uh, we have all of the, the things we need here, phone messaging, um, the contacts. If I click upwards on the directional pad here. 7.59 p.m. Friday, it, August 21st, 2020, 1 of 5. It jumps me into this quick status menu. It's a shortcut to get into these. And so these are all the, the, the settings that you might want to um, quickly change. So information here is the time and date and if I click OK on this it will take me into the date settings but if I click to the right Wi-Fi state disabled 205 Wi-Fi I can turn that on or off here I can also if I clicked OK here which is the large center um, button of the directional pad it would take me into there and I could adjust the Wi-Fi and you know oh. sign on to a new Wi-Fi things like that very quick and easy signal strength 50% 4G carrier Mobile data enabled three of five. Now I currently have, so that's my, my mobile data um, and network settings. And I currently have a Verizon SIM card in here because I was doing some testing on the Verizon network today. Uh, unfortunately, the phone is still not fully compatible with Verizon. So um, I should get that out of the way right away. This phone is unlocked on GSM networks. So that means AT&T and T-Mobile. Um, so it is not quite fully compatible with Verizon and or Sprint yet. Um, as it is right now, I can get mobile data on Verizon, but I can't make or, or receive phone calls. Uh, but we're working on that. We're working with Verizon to hopefully get that taken care of sometime Signal in the future. Signal 50% 4G. Carrier, mobile data so if I continue to click to the right. Battery state, 98% 4 of 5. Battery information. 8 p.m. Friday. August 21st, 2020, 1 of 5. Oh, and then I missed the Bluetooth. Bluetooth there it is. 5 of 5. So, call, 1 of 9. And then I click the, the end call button to go back, and now I'm back in my main menu. Um, so you see that as you, as you start to explore here, you realize that 100% of the phone is read out loud to you. So this is great for all levels of vision impairment. Uh, I can even turn that, vo that voice down if I don't want to hear it. If I, if I just need a little bit of large print high contrast that's good enough for me i can turn the voice down um, and just use the high Message high contrast um, and vice versa we can get rid of the screen if we only want to use the voice so let's go i'll, I'll do an example here of uh, the different menu structures let's go into the messaging here i'm going to click okay on messaging write sms to contact one of six and we have now some more options we have six options in this menu the right uh, SMS to contact. Right SMS to number two of six. Right SMS to number. Right SMS to multiple recipients three of six. I can do a group text messaging. Conversations four of six. Conversations, this is where all the messages I receive will be stored. So if I want to go back and read something that I've received. Drafts five of six. Drafts. Messaging settings six of six. And then the settings for the messaging. So messages I'm going to go back. Nine. Now there's also several ways to do everything on the phone. So several ways to make a phone call, several ways to send a text message. Um, I can go through this messaging settings here, um, or menu, excuse me, 
and send a text message to a, a number. I could go into the contacts and if I have a contact saved, I could go into their contact information and send a text message through there. Uh, it's just very similar to the, your, your modern day smartphone systems. Um, but the great thing is I can also do a lot of this with my voice. You know what we're going to do, actually? We're going to go into settings. I'm going to change the timeout because it keeps turning off on me. 30 seconds, yeah, that's not long enough. We'll set it for two minutes. Now, I should also mention that this phone currently, so that I, it's on the camera, is probably about a foot and a half away from me. So I can't see anything on the screen right now. So I'm doing everything by by just listening to it. Um, so once with a little practice, you get very fast using this phone. Call one of nine. Okay, so I'm going to, uh, oh, I was talking about the different ways to make a phone call or send a text message. So one really nice feature is that this has voice control. Um, so I can make phone calls with my voice. I can send text messages. I can uh, open applications on the phone. I can set alarms. I can set timers. I can do that sort of thing. I can ask what the weather is. It will tell me. Um, so a lot of the functionality that you have with modern-day smartphones like Siri or OK Google, you can do with the blind shell phone as well. In fact, it's under underneath the hood, it's running Google's text-to-speech. So that's why we have a lot of functionality there. You also have voice dictation. Let's do a phone call this time instead. It's, it's uh, quicker. I listen after a beep. Dial 1-800-555-1212. Call 800-555-1212. Dialing. Now, of course, it's not going to connect because no service for that. Of nine. Uh, but it's just that easy, and what, if I have a contact saved, um, which let's see if I have any contacts. Contact, contact list one of no items. Nope, no contacts contact on this phone. One of six. Call one of nine. This is one of my test phones, so I don't have anything saved on here. But I, if I had something to save, I could say, you know, call Carla, and it would say call Carla, and start to dial. Um, so very quick and easy. Let's go back into, because I want to show you that dictation. So let's go into messaging. Write SMS to contact. Write SMS to number. Write SMS to multiple. Write SMS number one of three. Write SMS to number. Text two of three. And I'll skip putting in the number. Uh, we'll just go right into adding in the text message. So I'm going to click OK on text, which is going to open up a text field. And there's a little sound effect. Text. We got a little beep. That indicates that I'm in a text field, and sure enough, on the screen visually, uh, there's a blinking cursor waiting for me to write something here. But I can uh, type out with the the keypad. It's the old T9 style. Um, it, it's a little cumbersome at first, but with practice, it, it's like riding a bike. It all comes back to you very quickly. You can get pretty quick uh, typing out on the keypad, but. If, if you're able to, it's always easier to dictate your message. So I'm going to do that. So I'm going to long press one of those voice buttons, and it doesn't matter which side, upper left or upper right button. Hello, comma, how are you today, question mark. Hello, how are you today? So once it 
registered what I said and it entered in the text, there was a slight vibration. And as soon as I felt that vibration, I tapped the OK button to let the, the phone know that I was done. Uh, if I hadn't done that, and that's where I went wrong uh, a minute ago, as I, I wasn't supposed to tap that button um, in the dictation on the other part. But uh, if I hadn't have pushed the OK button, it would listen for a couple of seconds, and if it didn't hear any text or any, any voice, it would then automatically stop and enter in the information here. So now I can send it. I can just click OK to send it, or I can add in more information. Say I'm not done texting. So I'm going to say I'm just going to long press that button again. Can't wait to see you later tonight at dinner, exclamation mark. Can't wait to see you later tonight at dinner. So it got that part in. Uh, but now I'm not sure, you know, since I can't see it visually, I'm not sure if it got the whole message. So I want to double check my work here. Um, this is also another ex perfect example of this would be if you were reading an email, for example, or a long text message, and somebody knocked on the door, you had to go answer the door, and you came back. If you can't see the screen, you don't really know what's on there. You don't remember where you were. So uh, anywhere on the phone, if you press down on the directional pad, it will simply read out whatever's on the screen. doesn't matter where you are on the phone. So if I press down, it's going to give me a little bit more information, but it'll read it. Text. Hello. How are you today? Can't wait to see you later tonight at dinner. 88 characters remaining to second message. So it read it for me. It gave me a little bit more information. I could also use the left and right arrows to navigate through the text if I wanted to check it or if I made a mistake somewhere and I needed to correct it. I could just arrow. R E N N I B. That's dinner. And exclamation mark. So I uh, and exclamation mark. The the hang up button uh, when you're entering in text is the delete button. So you could you could very quickly go through and delete something and um, put in the correct information there. So now if I hit OK. Text. Hello. How are you today? Can't wait to see you later tonight at dinner two of three. So it's got the text message in there, but I haven't put in a phone number or anything like that. So um, it won't send it until I do that. And I have another option. It says two or three. So this is a third option. Send message three of three. And that's to send the actual message. But I'm going to long press the back button. Call one of nine. And that's like clicking the home button on an iPhone or, or a Samsung phone. It takes me all the way back to the beginning. So you see that it's very intuitive um, and then the fact that everything is read out loud to you with like I said with practice you can get very quick with using the phone uh, and understanding the menu structure and everything like that I always tell people when I'm training I say imagine you're standing in the long hallway of a hotel and there's doors all along the hallway and if you walk through so you can go left or right but if you walk through one of those doors you're in another long hallway with more doors that's basic, the basic menu structure, left and right. And when you find what you want, you click OK, and then you're in another left or right menu. So once you um, realize that, it's, it's pretty easy to navigate. But let's go take a look at some of the applications that we have. As I said before, we've got over uh, 23 different apps and features. Messages, two of the contacts, three of more applications, four of nine. Sam, if I am entering, let's say I, I want to call into a conference call. And 
So I can give it the first number that I call, but now I've got to enter my ID, like for a Zoom call or for mm-hmm. one of the old conference lines. Um, can I do that from the keyboard? Yes, yeah. So you can enter, um, you know, if it's just a, a series of numbers, then once mm-hmm. you're prompted, you just type in those numbers. Just um, type it in. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Some, I, and we've gotten this question before, and I've never tried this, but I, I, I've had someone confirm it for me that uh, sometimes you'll have a, a phone number and an extension, and you won't be prompted. They'll just expect you to put that in after a pause or something like that. Um, I, it, these old f- style phones, I think if you put in, uh, I believe it's an asterisk, I believe, if you put in a couple asterisks, a comment. Is it a yeah? It, well, yeah. It'll 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 act as a pause. Mm-hmm. Um, so that works with this as well. Can you change the voice that the speaking voice on the phone? Yes. So since we're using Google's text to speech, uh, you have several different options. You have several different male options. You have several different female options. You can also speed up or slow down the voice. Um, you can also change the voice variant. So there's, there's, I think, four different voice variants. There's a normal or like a natural. Um, there's a dramatic where everything sounds a little more exciting. Uh, and then there's a, a very cool robotic, which I like the robotic one. And people, some people think it's annoying, but I think it's pretty, pretty cool. <laughs> Thank you. The, the next question is then, so if we buy your phone, living in Wyoming the way we do, the, the geographic area that we need coverage from for four is from California to Minnesota. Okay, and Verizon seems to work the best and we heard what you said about Verizon. So but once Verizon gets up and running, how do we get connected with the Verizon system to use this phone? Well if if Verizon ever gets supported and I, I can't say if it ever will or not, uh, it, okay. it, we're working on it. But if it does uh, since it's an unlocked phone, you just simply put in the SIM card and it just works. So normally I have this uh, phone running my AT&T SIM card. And okay. uh, for this testing this Verizon, I just put in the Verizon card and um, the data and everything just works fine. I didn't have to do anything. It just it recognizes the, the system and uh, recognizes the card and calibrates do you, everything. Um, do, do you provide the SIM cards or do we get those from the server? That's a good question. No, we uh, we we work with partners here in the U.S. Um, so we're just the manufacturer of the hardware and we, we work with partners to sell the phone. Um, partners like LSNS, Chicago Lighthouse for the Blind, Vision Forward, a lot of, a lot of popular uh, vendors. And they just sell the phone. So you would just need to, once you get it, uh, if you already have service with a network, you can just put your SIM card in and it'll work. Uh, mm-hmm. Or you can go to uh, purchase new service, get signed up with new service. And um, I would even recommend taking the phone. If you do it you know, in person, take the phone with you and they can get it all, all right. set up for you. Right. Yeah. Do you uh, I ask a question? Yeah, let me, let me add something to that real quick um, because it's, it, it would be, some people might be curious about this too is, it works with GSM networks, AT&T, T-Mobile, but that means it will also work with a lot of the smaller prepaid networks that use AT&T and T-Mobile. So uh, Consumer Cellular, uh, Walmart's Family Mobile, um, uh, 
there's there's several. Uh, well, I'm not sure if Cricket. There's several that use AT&T and T-Mobile, so those will work as well, and those oftentimes will be a much more affordable option. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Go ahead. With My your question. question is is um, uh, I noticed today the one that you sent to Carla. I took it to the AT&T store. So if you have AT&T, you will need to go get a SIM card that fits that phone. Um, the AT&T ones are smaller uh, than the SIM cards that go in that phone. Am I correct? Yes, that's a good point. Yeah, so a lot of times they're using the nano SIM cards nowadays, which are the really, really tiny ones. And this phone takes the micro, which is the size above that. Um, so if you if you do have a nano, you you will have to go to the store, and they should just switch it out for free. They shouldn't charge you for it. Um, but yes, you're absolutely right. What's the difference between this phone and say one of the what jitterbug phones? Well, uh, there's there's a lot of differences. I mean, uh, physically and the d different features. Um, our phone is, in my opinion, uh, this isn't this isn't a, a, a statement from the company or anything. But in my experience, it's the most accessible phone um, on the market right now, because it was designed by and for the visually impaired uh, specifically, okay. top to bottom. So. Um, you know, Jitterbug, it has some accessibility, but there's a lot of aspects of it that are not accessible. And um, so this one, you, you, there, you won't get anywhere in this phone where you won't be, you won't know where you are because it's either large print, high contrast, or it speaks to you. Right. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Any other questions for Sam before he starts talking about the app? Yes. Um, you said it has Bluetooth. Does does it also have the uh, that little? I'm not sure what they call it, but they took it away from the other phones, um, so you can put it on a different headset. Um, Do you understand what I'm saying? The oh oh, oh yes yes the uh, the the headset jack the 3.5 yes. millimeter head headphone jack yes yes it does it's on the the top here, so it has the headphones it, it actually comes with headphones in the in the box. Um, so you can use those or you can use Bluetooth. It, it does connect to Bluetooth audio devices. So that's something I, um, some people ask if it will connect to like a keyboard or anything like that. It will not. Uh, it's only audio devices, uh, which does include hearing aids. Okay. Yeah. Now, of course, we can't test every hearing aid out there on the market, but um, the ones that we've, we've tried, it, it has worked with. So um, that's a good question, though, about the audio jack. I should also mention that it's, uses a the, the charger that we provide in the box is a reversible charger which means that it doesn't matter which way you plug it in uh, it's going to plug into the phone and charge and then we also provide in the box a charging cradle so it's this little stand for the phone that the phone will sit in and stand upright and you plug the cradle into the charging cable and then anytime you put the phone into the cradle it automatically starts charging so it's wireless. You don't have to plug it in every time. You can just set it in the cradle, and it will charge. So it's pretty convenient. normal use, Sam, how long will the charge last? Well, um, I don't know exact numbers, but since it's it's not powering a large touchscreen, 
and we don't have apps like Facebook and things like that running in the background all day long, uh, you get a really long battery life, um, especially with just normal use. Now, it does have some media apps that we'll talk about here in a minute, and obviously if you're using those, it's gonna wear your battery down a little quicker. Um, if you're connected to Bluetooth for a long time, it'll wear your battery down. But just normal use, it, it'll last several days in between charging. Am I then understanding that it will not Bluetooth to, let's say, a, a, a note taker, like an Orbit or something like that? Correct, yeah. It's, it's only audio okay. devices, speakers, headphones, okay. yeah. All right. Sam, I have Thank a question. You. Sure. Um, the question is about since we don't have access to the World Wide Web on this phone, how does that affect the monthly cost that we would pay to a, a carrier for the use of their SIM card? Sure. So um, the you're correct. This doesn't have uh, a mobile browser built in, and um, so you can't get on the internet with it, uh, but it does need to connect to internet for some of the features to work. So for example, the, the voice, as I said before, it's, it's using Google's text-to-speech, so it needs to communicate with Google for that to work. Um, the voice dialing, the voice calling. There's also some um, an FM radio built in, or not an FM radio, well, there's an FM radio, but um, there's an internet radio built in that needs to have internet access. Plus, you have your email, um, weather, things like that. So it does need to have mobile data, or it does need to have data access. Um, now, that could be Wi-Fi at your home, but if you're out and about, um, if you want to use those, those features on the phone, you will need to have some sort of data plan on your, your mobile network plan. Now, it's... Once again, it's not using a lot of data, it's just a little bit. So you could definitely get by with just the smallest data package possible. Um, for my work phone, I just have the smallest, I have like one gigabyte a month of data and I, I never come near using all of that. So um, that's another reason why I always recommend people look at the prepaid, smaller prepaid networks, because you know, for like, a, $20, $25 a month, you can get one or two gigabytes a month, and um, it's a much more affordable option. The price of the phone? It's $349, um, and that is, once again, through the all the different vendors. We have about six, six uh, seven vendors across the U.S. that we work with. Page three. Okay, Sam, how about if you tell us something about the apps now? Sure. And then we can take more questions. Yeah, happily. Tools 1 of 6, 8.23 p.m., August 21st, 2020. So I should also mention that you can lock the keypad. Uh, so if it's in your purse or it's in your back pocket, it's not going to accidentally call somebody. So that's four also applications, four of nine. A, a feature. So applications here, I'm going to click OK. Tools 1 of 6. And we'll just go through here. So the main applications menu has six options. Tools is the first one. This is where you're gonna find things like stopwatch, timer, um, things like that. I'm gonna to click to the right. Email two of six. Email, so you can get email on this phone. Media three of six. Media. Books four of six. Books, we'll come back and talk about that. Games five of six. Games, mobile games. Vision aids six of six. Vision aids. Tools one of six. And then we'll back to the beginning. So uh, let's go into tools real quick. We'll just take a quick peek at some of these. Alarm one of 10. Alarm. Minute timer, two of 10. Timer. Stopwatch, three of 10. 
Calendar, 4 of 10. Calendar, so you can have your, your calendar events in here as well. Notes, 5 of 10. Note taking. Voice recorder, 6 of 10. Quarter. Calculator, 7 of 10. Unit converter, 8 of 10. Weather, 9 of 10. Here's our weather. Translator, 10 of 10. And a translator. So let's go back. Tools, 1 of 6. Email, 2 of 6. Email. Media, 3 of 6. Media. So this is where uh, our music player, um, the internet radio, FM radio is going to be in, as well as also the camera. I'll, I'll show you guys the camera. It's pretty interesting. Music player, 1 of 6. Internet radio, 2 of 6. <coughs> Excuse me. Internet radio is a lot of fun. Um, I, I enjoy <coughs> demonstrating this at conventions and things because it. Um, you can listen to radio stations all over the world. I mean, we could go into uh, a Japanese radio station right now and listen to some music. It's, it's pretty fun. YouTube, three of six. YouTube. So somehow they, with this very simplified user interface, the developers were actually able to put YouTube on here, and it works really well. FM radio, four of six. FM radio. Camera, five of six. And the camera. Let's go ahead and open the camera. Now, you can probably hear it clicking. <clears throat> that is letting me know that the camera is open and it's ready for me to take a picture. So I'm going to take a picture over here of my keyboard. How about that? Save image, one of two. So the first option is save image. We have two options here. I'm going to click to the right. View image, two of two. So I can view the image or I can save it. Let's go back and save this one. Save image, one of two. Record a short description now. This is a picture of my keyboard. Image has been saved. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm going to go back because we're back in the camera. Camera, five of six. So if you didn't catch that, it said record a short message. And so I recorded my message, and you get about um, five seconds or something to record a message. And then I saved it. So now... <clears throat> I'm in camera. I'm going to click to the right. Images, six of six. And these are my images, so I'm going to look at that. Camera images, one of two. Camera images, I'm going to click OK. View all, one of two. I can view all or I can view by date, so I'm going to click view all. Image, one of two. This is a picture of my keyboard. So, that picture I just took is displayed on the screen here, and my recorded audio message automatically played. So, uh, as I say in LibriVox, um, so you have you're able to download audiobooks for free and download them. When you download them, they will show up directly in your book reader uh, or book player, and you can listen to them. And there's no limits. You know, uh, you're only limited by the storage capacity on the, the, the phone which uh, I believe is two gigabytes of internal storage, but you have a micro SD slot that can expand up to 32 gigabytes. So plenty of room for books or book, book reader, music one of two. even. Books, four of six. Media, three of six. Books, games, five of six. Games, we've got some pretty simple mobile games like Hangman, uh, Memory Game, and we're adding new games very soon, I believe. Vision Ace, six of six. Color indicator, one of four. We'll go into the vision aids here. So the first one is color indicator. And, you know, it, it's a digital color indicator, so it works about as well as any digital color indicator works. Uh, as long as you've got good light, it works pretty well. Localization, two of four. Localization is the built-in GPS. 
so you can get your current lo uh, location and then you can share that information through text message and email. Object tagging, three of four. And object tagging is pretty, pretty interesting. So this is, if you're familiar with the pin friend um, system, this is basically the same as that. In the box, when you buy the phone, you get a sticker sheet of QR code stickers and you can put those stickers on different items and then you can assign an audio message to those stickers so that when you scan the sticker with the camera of the phone uh, it will play that audio message out loud to you and that's pretty handy you can do that you can um, label your medications label the spices in your cabinet things like that flashlight 404 and then flashlight is also in the visualization or in the um, vision category here vision aid Six. More applications, four of nine. So those are the applications in a nutshell. Um, we are adding new apps and features all the time. The mobile games just came out about, uh, just came out last month, I believe it was. So the guys are always taking feedback as to what apps and features people would like to see in the phone. Um, just since I've been with the, the, the company for the last year, they've added in a bunch of apps. Um, the translator was one of them. The mobile games, YouTube was added in. So they're adding in stuff quite often. Um, things that I have recommended that I hope will be added in the future are podcast supports, um, as well as Be My Eyes. I think Be My Eyes would be an easy app to add into this phone. The, the idea of the phone is to be simple and easy to use and not complicated. And so Be My Eyes would definitely fit well with that. Um, a lot of uh, on NLS Bar, too, and Bookshare, I would love to see that on there as well. Um, some people have asked about apps such as Ira or uh, Uber or Lyft. And unfortunately, those probably won't come to the phone because, um, well, uh, there's hardware limitations on this phone as well as those apps like Lyft and Uber, they're just a little too complicated to be put onto this simple um, user interface and simple controls. Uh, plus you'd have to enter in money information and all of that. So things like that, I don't believe will ever come to the phone. Um, so that's, let me see. Oh, also the SOS button. So I mentioned that at the beginning here, your SOS button can be pre-programmed to whatever number you want. Um, the phone has a total of 11 speed dial options. So you have one through zero on the front and the SOS button on the back. And they can be programmed to whatever numbers you want. Uh, the SOS button could be programmed to emergency numbers or, you know, if, if somebody, you wanted to program it to your, your daughter or your son's phone number um, or your neighbor's phone number, you could do that instead. Or emergency line, of course, obviously could be programmed as well. but. Yes, the, the speed dial options are very, very helpful. Um, and the way they work, very simple. If I just long press, let me wake it up. More applications for call, one of nine. If I just long press one of the speed dial buttons here. Dialing. I don't know what one number that nine. was, but <laughs> obviously I assigned something to that number. But it, it just placed the call. Uh, let's see if, if there's a one that isn't assigned anything, if you long press it. No number assigned to this quick dial key. Do you want to pick a number? So it's very simple to program a number into there. Call one of nine. 
And that is, I think, pretty much it. Um, happy to answer questions, some more questions. We don't have a, a toggle for the speech uh, yet. That's something that we're looking into adding possibly in the future. But as it is right now, you just turn the volume down on the speech. And so now the volume's down on the speech, but the other uh, sounds, ring, tone, text message, all that still work. So you can turn it off if, if, it, if you don't need it. When you're moving through the apps and you, mm -hmm. and you choose one and you're going through the different elements within that app, Yes. sometimes you can forget what app you're on. Is there something that will confirm what app you're in? Well, um, if you press down on the directional pad, it will read whatever's on the screen. Um, if you hit the back button, it takes you back one step. So if you're in, a, in an app, uh, for example, or an app menu, if you go back, it will read out whatever that app is. Um, or if you ever just get completely, you're not sure where you are, you just uh -huh. long press that back button and that will take you all the way back to this first element on the first menu. With the camera, um, one of the biggest problems that a visually impaired person would have is lining it up properly and knowing that it, that it can see everything. And that's one of the things I, I noticed that you lined it up yourself and took the picture, but there wasn't anything telling me that uh, it could see everything. Yes, correct. Yeah, we don't have any kind of, um, like, like VoiceOver does, we don't have that in the camera functionality right now. Um, that's something that I believe the guys are looking into adding in the future, uh, but nothing right now. Does it have a money identifier on it? No, not yet. You are not able to go onto the web with it. However, it can get email. Is there a um, is there a size limit to the email it can receive or the amount? Oh, that's a very good question. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not sure about that. Um, I imagine there is because I think all emails have, have size limits. All email clients have size limits. So I imagine there is, um, but I'm not sure. Well, I mean, I mean uh, you know, if I get, you know, if I get a, a, a 10 page document, you know, right. <laughs> is it, or, yeah. you know, or do I have to keep my, my emails to uh, three paragraphs or something? Now, I, as far as text, there shouldn't be a, a size limit, but um, at, attachments, you know, pictures, things like that, as far as what you can send um, and receive, there may be a size limit. And regarding YouTube, how do you, um, I assume you use the keypad to type in what you're looking for? You can, yeah, you can use the keypad or you can dictate, you know, if it's something that's um, not some crazy name, um, you can definitely dictate. And uh, I could sh show you guys real quick if you'd like. The, um, I should probably turn on my Wi-Fi. So that I'm not using up all my mobile data here. Network
put my password in. On our Blind Shell YouTube page, which if you just type in Blind Shell, you'll, you'll find our YouTube channel. I've added in, uh, I think I've got over 30 videos on there so far of how-to videos um, for the phone. So videos, I've got a whole video showing how to do everything on YouTube. I've got a video showing how to make a, all the different ways to make a phone call, um, the FM radio, the internet radio, all of that. So if you want to learn more about how specific things work, that's a great source of information. Open YouTube. Opening YouTube. There we go. Loading. Search one of five. So the first option is search. History two of five. History the second one. Favorites three of five. Favorites. Categories four of five. Categories. Settings, five of five. One of the settings that's really interesting for the YouTube is you can set it to where it's only audio and it won't play the video on the screen. And uh, that's for you know the users that they can't see it anyway, so they can turn that off and it will actually save battery. It'll save your, your mobile data as well. Category, favorites, three of five. Favorite videos, one of two. I think I've got my channel saved Favorite here. Channel, two of the blind life, yeah, there two. it is. So I'm going to click OK. Latest videos, one of four. And then it has my latest videos. Orcam Read, revolutionary new way to read a sequin life at Orcam. So the, the blind or life, one of six. Orcam Read was my last video. I did a review of that. So if I click OK on that. Play from the beginning, one of five. Loading. Click OK on play from beginning. OK. Call, one of nine. We're not going to wait for it, just for the sake of time. <laughs> um, but yeah, so YouTube, it, it, it's pretty straightforward. You can save channels, you can save, you can favorite, things like that. Are there things on YouTube that it will not find? I mean, does it have parameters or is it going to do everything? <laughs> uh, I believe it'll do everything. Everything I've tried, it's done. Um, obviously, if you know, you have regional restrictions, um, it's certain areas of the world, it's not going to play those videos, but that's true for any YouTube in the U.S. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I, I believe it. I believe it does. I believe it does everything. I you can't. Some there's some um, some limitations that you can't like like videos. Um, you can't respond to. Com you can't leave comments. So it's not the full experience, but it, it's most most of it. Yeah. Would you be able to watch TV? I. Uh, no, we don't have any TV support on the phone yet. Um, oh, I'll see. Yeah, because I'm a TV watcher. I'm Susan Robertson. You know, people don't know me and stuff. And but hmm. I just wondered if they, if they would ever come out with something that you could watch TV. Yeah. It, it wouldn't surprise me. Like I said, they're they're working hard to add some really interesting applications on here. Could you um, use this if you have an Outlook account? Second. If you had a uh, some sort of thumb drive thing with a micro USB, could you play MP3s? And in your YouTube search, could you spell words? Yes, uh, Outlook. Um, I believe it supports Outlook. I've never tried myself. Um, <clears throat> there are some. I know Gmail has security issues privacy issues so you may have to go onto the computer and allow it to be used on uh, like unknown source or unknown devices uh, once I did that Gmail worked fine for me so um, that may be something you have to do on Outlook I'm not sure um, the are you talking about uh, an SD card a micro SD card right 
for me, yes. And can you spell words on YouTube if you're looking for something that you know it's not going to recognize? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you have you have micro SD card support up to 32 gigabytes. So you can load that up with MP3s and um, play those. Uh, and it, it, there's a music player. If you if you create a folder titled music on the the memory card, when you put it in there, it'll show up in your music player. Um, and then if you when you're in YouTube, you can dictate. Um, it's well, as I said before. I don't know if I've ever tried spelling a word, but it is Google, and I know I can do that on my on my Google phone. Um, so I think it would work. But if not, um, it's very easy to correct using the arrow keys and the delete button. Uh, so it's you know if it misspelled something, it's very easy to zip right over, delete, uh, and then type it out on the keypad. It's it's that old style keypad, but like I said before, once you practice a little bit, you get pretty quick with it. We have to have two accounts um, for email, one for Outlook and one for Gmail. I believe you can put multiple accounts on here. Once again, it's not something I've tried myself. Um, I only did the Gmail so that I could test it, and, and I made the video showing how to set up the email, but I believe you can have multiple accounts. And how are we notified when there are revisions coming down the line? Yeah, so you get a, a you'll get a notification um, will pop up and it will let you know that there's an update available, and you just click on it and it walks you through the whole update process. the The update process is 100% audible, <laughs> so it it reads out all the the steps for you. Uh, and I have a video showing how that whole process. Also, if anybody is curious about that. Uh, how about uh, tech support? Do you have a tech support hotline? We well, we have the, um, the all the the vendors that we work with are trained to answer um, the majority of the questions. So, if you purchase it from LSNS, for example, you can contact them if you have any problems or if you need a replacement or anything like that. Anything goes wrong, um, they you have a one year warranty on this and if when you purchase the phone you get 12 month warranty if you register the phone which registration can be done through our website or directly on the phone um, through the phone you get if you register it it bumps that up to um, 18 month warranty so a year and a half mm. uh, so if anything happens that's covered under warranty it's a replacement no problem um, and if if you have any issues or you need any help, you can contact them. If they need help, if it's something they can't answer, they contact me. Um, I, we also have, like I said, we have the videos on our, on our YouTube channel. We also have a full audio walkthrough of the phone, every single aspect of the phone um, described in uh, MP3 format and DAISY format is available for download on our website. Uh, plus, we have our manual available in PDF format on our website. How about different types of carrying cases? We have uh, just one one case. It's a leather case, and it also comes in red or black, and it wraps around the phone. Kind of reminds me of the uh, you know the, the the police would pull out the badge and they flip it open. Uh, so it reminds me of that. <laughs> and um, so leather, so it protects the front and the back. Can you operate the phone with the carrying case on it? 
Yes, yes, absolutely. It's, you okay. know, when you open it up, it's every, all the buttons are, are accessible. Okay. Uh, there's cutouts uh, in the okay. back for the camera and the, the SOS button and everything. Am I correct that didn't Mystic Access also do a tutorial on the phone? Yes, that's the that's the one I was referring to. Um, you, Mystic Access has it on their website, and we have it on ours as well. Uh, they did a fantastic job. I think it was like four hours worth of video or of, of audio. Um, they really went very in depth into the whole system of the phone, and it's broken up. I, I should mention that too. It's not just one long <laughs> four-hour audio file. Uh, it's broken up into sections. So. Uh, you know, if you only want to know how to do the FM radio, you can just jump right to that section. Uh, can you review again who does carry the phone? Yes. So it's GSM Unlocked, which means AT&T and T-Mobile, um, and as well as the smaller prepaid networks that use AT&T and T-Mobile towers. Um, I would recommend if someone is just doesn't have a doesn't have a preference. We always recommend AT&T because the phone is fully 100% supported on AT&T. Um, there is one network frequency that the phone is not supported on that T-Mobile uses in some areas of the country. Um, so in those areas, some people are, are experiencing a little bit of issues with T-Mobile. Here in Lexington, where I've tested the phone, it works fine. T-Mobile, I get full 4G LTE, no problems. Uh, but some areas, up, upstate New York is one of them. Um, I've heard about San Francisco, just some random areas. And, and we, we never know where it's going to pop up, but they, people are having issues with um, sometimes they won't receive phone calls, sometimes they can't make phone calls, things like that. Okay, and, and could you also review who your partners are, where people would go to purchase the phone? Yes. Yes, and I should mention that the complete list is on our website. There's a, there's a section on the website that says where to buy, and you'll have to navigate to the U.S. because this phone is actually sold in over um, 30 countries around the world. But um, here in the U.S., and I'm going to try and go east to west, we've got LSNS, uh, the Low Vision Shop in Baltimore, Chicago Lighthouse for the Blind, Vision Forward, Oh, no, actually, uh, yeah, Vision Forward would be next um, in Wisconsin, I believe. The AT Guys, so my buddy JJ with the AT Guys, Blind Bargains, you, you guys may be familiar with him. Uh, they sell it. Uh, and then Boundless AT in Colorado, I believe they are. And then um, electro Accessible Electronics. Um, Oh, actually, is in Florida. I, I skipped right over them. <laughs> but they're all they all ship um, nationwide, so you know you don't have to purchase from one that's closest to you. Um, any of those locations would be able to help you. And Mystic Access doesn't they sell it also? Oh yes, Mystic Access. Oh my goodness, Chris and uh, Chris and Kim are going to be mad that I totally forgot them. <laughs> yes, thank you very much. So Sam, if you put your phone down somewhere in the house. You don't recall where it is. Is there anything to help you locate it? Uh, uh, no, we don't have any kind of um, anything built in yet. Um, probably just the old-fashioned call it from another phone, <laughs> if <Yeah>. possible. Yeah. <laughs> Can you give us once more the website and perhaps the phone number that people can call to get more information? The website is um, 
blindshell.com, B-L-I-N-D-S-H-E-L-L.com. We're a European-based company. If you have any questions, pricing, availability, and all that, I would recommend contacting one of the locations that sells the phone uh, that we mentioned a minute ago. And once once again, that list is on the website. Thank you, Sam. If you have questions about the Kentucky Council of the Blind or you need information on resources for people with vision loss, call us at 502-895-4598 or email us at kcb at kentucky-acb.org. Sound Prince is a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind and is heard each week on ACB Radio Mainstream at acbradio.org, Central Kentucky Radio I at radioi.org, and the KCB website at www.kentucky-acb.org. Complete schedule information is also available on the website. Sound Prince is underwritten by the Louisville Downtown Lions Club, and by the American Printing House for the Blind. This is Carla Rushable for Soundprints. Have a great week, everybody.